0: Hey guys, this is the last podcast for Unit 9. We're going to do Topics nine, six, seven, 7, and 8 all together here. Now, remember the study guide for this unit is completely optional. You don't have to do it. You can earn extra credit points, which would pad your grade as you go into the final. The final will include questions from this unit, though, so make sure that you are aware um, of this material. All right, so let's start with the funnest one out of these, I think, globalized culture after 1900. The idea here is the concept of globalization, the idea of stuff that is known all over the world, regardless of where you are. So they come up with a, bunch, a whole list of different um, examples of globalization um, in the um, arts and also entertainment. Uh, in music, they talk about reggae, the idea of a guy like Bob Marley, who you've pretty much all heard of maybe some of you haven't but most of you have heard of bob marley and the idea is how would somebody in the middle of africa know about bob marley marley if he was from jamaica or why do we know about him in america or why was he so popular in in england etc etc it's because reggae is a worldwide type of music it's listened to all over the world uh bollywood movies from india why do people in america know about bollywood well, that's because it's a worldwide phenomenon. It's known all over the world. Uh, with social media, again, Facebook and Twitter, all over the world. Television, um, oddly enough, it's the BBC, which is the British Broadcasting Corporation. They are known throughout the world. There's shows that you guys watch that are probably based on the BBC uh, And then for sports, um, the easiest example – there's two examples, but the easiest one is um, soccer or football, Um, but not American football, soccer, right? Um, Because it's known all over the world. You can roll a ball out in the middle of nowhere and people will start kicking it and they understand the basic concept of it. The other um, worldwide phenomenon sports-wise is the Olympics, especially in the uh, 1900s, um, 20th century even today still, I mean, the Olympics are still a huge deal. Um, they were huge, 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 though, um, 50s, 60s, and 70s, even in, in the 80s throughout that. Um, as far as uh, consumerism, stuff that people buy, um, a couple of online companies give you the idea of globalized consumerism. Um, from China, there's a, a company called Alibaba which you guys probably buy a lot of stuff from and you don't even know it. Uh, eBay in, a, in America, and it's interesting, they don't, they don't use Amazon as one of the ideas that you're supposed to know, but I definitely would use Amazon because, again, you're buying stuff from all over the world. It's that globalism of, um, of economics and consumerism. The other uh, couple of brands that you would think of that no matter where you go, people know, if you saw a Coke bottle in, you know, timbuktu you would know that it was a coke bottle uh and then toyota toyota's all over the world so um yeah uh resistance globalization uh, which is nine seven there's a, a couple of um ideas that they want you to know basically the idea that people have fought against globalism and the idea of one world all tied together um the International Monetary Fund, which is a way of helping countries monetarily all throughout the world. There's been a big anti-IMF uh, and also World Bank movement through time. Um, but those aren't the good ones. The one that you want to use that's a, the best fight against the idea of ideas going global. Look at China. Um, China even today um, has massive um, filters on its – internet use uh in its country um best example i can use of that is in 2008 beijing hosted the summer olympics and a bunch of journalists you know obviously would come to report on that and they immediately pretty much had to go to the uh, chinese government to say we can't access our websites our um our newspapers or our um you know television or whatever they were reporting uh, from, because the filter was so tight because the Chinese government did not want outside ideas. They couldn't even access their own newspapers to report on the Olympics. Um, And of course, the Chinese government responded by loosening it for that time period to make sure that positive reports were being given about the Beijing Olympics. Um, Today, there's no Facebook in China, they came up with their own social media platform. It's called Weibo. And in China, that's your social media you're allowed. And it's, again, it's completely filtered. It's completely watched by the government. Um, Again, don't take for granted the freedoms you have in America, because if you go to China, you don't get those freedoms. Um, So yeah, that's that's a, a really good example of resisting globalization is Weibo. Lastly, institutions developing in a globalized world that's topic 9.8. Um, basically all you're really looking at is the idea of um, countries joining the UN. Uh, there's you know theres there's many different organizations you could have, but really the United Nations is the best example to use here where countries of the world joined together and basically joined um, the United Nations to try to maintain peace. And also, you know, basically to help people cooperate with each other, uh, different countries to cooperate with each other. Uh, and again, we can have a long conversation about whether um, the idea of maintaining world peace has been successful. But remember, go back. You guys know this. Take your little blinders off and you know this. At the end of World War One, we had the League of Nations and their stated goal to maintain world peace, right? And facilitate cooperation, a, um, a concert of the world, right? And it completely failed because countries, one, were only worried about themselves, especially when they went through the Depression. Um, they were only worried about themselves. And um, that allowed countries to build up military and ended up having leaders that could be totalitarians easily. Um, so, again, with the United Nations after World War II, they had the same goal. And here we are in 2020, and there's not been a World War Three, right? Um Lastly, let's just keep an eye on the economic issue, though, right? We just talked about after World War One, the huge economic issues, is the Great Depression, right? Keep an eye um, as we work our way through this global pandemic. Uh, economically, it is not great because tons of people are losing their jobs because their businesses are closing. And I'm sure some of your um, parents are affected by that as well. So keep an eye on that. I'm not saying, you know, I have no idea what's going to happen in the next year two years, 10 years. Uh, but definitely keep an eye on it because you've gone through history now and you need to be able to understand where this pandemic fits into the history of the world. Okay. And with that, you guys, that is is nine uh, unit nine. Therefore, we are done with all of the content for this course. Um, again, study guide does not have to be completed if you don't want to, but you will be held accountable for the material on it during the final Okay, guys, we'll talk soon.